Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I had a fantastic week in the Lord. It went by so fast that I'm not so sure my eyelashes were able to keep up. Amen? No sooner than one thing happened and I had to do something else and something else and something else and something else, I went, God, I I, I still have to read that other scripture. And he said, you'll get to that. So, for those of you who had a week like mine, you'll catch up. Don't worry about it. God knows he was there with you, remember? Amen. Praise the Lord. But he brought me through the whole week. At times I was wondering how many times I was going to change my shoes. Every time I took off my street shoes to put on the shoes I wear in the house, in about 15 minutes I had to change again. I said, okay, all right. Just keep change. Just don't move them so you can't find them. There, that's how you handle it. Amen. So, for those of you who had a much calmer week, God bless you. Have you ever wondered what it would have been like? Amen. Good afternoon. Have you ever wondered what it would have been like if you were one of the people in the song that you just heard? I know you hear the song every time we come on the air, but have you ever wondered what it would have been like to be one of those people? See, these aren't stories. This is the history of what happened in their lives. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego actually did go in the fiery furnace. It wasn't a joke to them. They felt the fire. It it wasn't, you know, something they would think about telling their grandchildren about. No, they were facing sudden death. It's just that they had made up their minds and hearts. They had a resolve. They had determined that whether God took them out or let them go through, they weren't going to let hold of God. Okay? So that means that we have to have the same level of resolve. Some people look at the things that are coming on the earth, and they're hoping God will come get us out of it. And there are others of us who go, okay, Lord, 
we're going through with you. It doesn't matter how far we have to go. Now, it's up to you to make the choice of what kind of believer you're going to be. Are you going to be sitting there with every experience going, oh, God, please come get me out of this, come get me out of this, come get me out of this? Or are you going to finally step over into maturity and say to yourself, Lord, I'm ready when you are. We're going through. I'm not going to ask you to come rescue me. I'm just going to hold on to you as you take us through. Amen? But you see, only you can decide what kind of Christian you're going to be. Each of those individuals that you hear about in the song, they had a challenge in life. They didn't skate through. Elijah was out there. You know, he knew God told him to go sit by the brook. And he knew there was going to be a drought eventually. And he knew there wasn't much food out there. But God provided. Elijah just had to show up and believe God. Some of us, it's like that. We just have to do what we're told. And some of us are grappling with that. So if you have to, have to happen to be one of those believers where all you have to do is show up, well, do that. Do it in faith believing. When you start out, you might not be fully in faith. You might be, hmm, I'm coming, God. Kind of doubting. Still got some unbelief. Nonetheless, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. If you keep doing it, the Holy Spirit will lead you to where you ought to be. Moses had to do it that way. If you actually go back and read the scriptures, you'll find out that there are places he just flat out doubted God, even though he was the one who went through the Red Sea. You know, when it came time for the quails, he was like, well, what are we going to do? Well, you see, sometimes your idea of who God is has to be blown away. So God can actually show you who he really is. You can't fit God in your little box. I know you're holding on to it for dear life. I got this far, God. Well, there's more to God than that. There's more God than you've ever experienced. So when God comes to come pull the box out of your hand and say, let go, don't pull back. Let go so God can show you more of who he is. You know, we like to play the I'm scared fear game. Well, my grandmama said, your grandmama been gone, child. It's time for you to march on. 
She taught you all she could teach you while you were willing to learn what you learned. It's time for you to get to know the Lord for yourself. Amen? Amen. See, you got to know him for yourself. There's no getting out of it. (laughs) You can go to the altar talking about, well, Lord, Grandmama said, well, yes, she did, and she was right. But you have to know the Lord for yourself. But my mama going to pray me through this. No, this time it's going to be you. This time it's going to be you. Don't be afraid. All the rest of us have come to that place. Amen? And after we left that place, we went to the next place. There's more growing to do. So just get ready. Wipe those tears away. There's nothing to cry about. Those tears aren't going to change the challenge you face. They're just going to make your face wet. So now come on. Do what you've learned to do and trust the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do what you what you already know to do is right and trust the Lord. You'll be fine. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, miracle, God is here. He's here. And he's got some more to say to us. He's here. Praise God. I can hear your exaltation and excitement. But try not to hold it all inside. Amen? Amen. Amen. So today, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to make yet another attempt to be completely honest with God. We're going to repent. (sighs) What a beautiful word. It means that when you're leaving Walmart, and you're headed toward the interstate, and you keep running into those, uh, you can't make a U-turn here sign. You've seen them. And you keep going through the traffic light. Then up the road, you can make a turn, and it'll take you in a roundabout, and it'll let you back out. And so you can start in a completely different direction. Isn't that great? I was recently up there by the mall, and when I left the place of business, I was like, Lord, I can't make a U-turn on this street. They put all those signs on it. He didn't say a thing. So I just kept going forward until I saw a place I could turn. And then I discovered the roundabout. You enter in one way, and it takes you out the other. And it became my U-turn, a very pleasant U-turn. Sometimes you have to do the turning, okay? Sometimes you have to do the turning. God will steer you, but you actually have to turn. Some of us want God to do everything. It doesn't work like that. Amen. 
So we're going to make a U-turn today. We're going to confess our faults and our sins and our shortcomings and our, oh, yeah, Lord, you did tell me to do that, but I didn't get it done. All of that, we're going to repent of that. We're going to repent of some of our attitudes that have held us back. Wow. Yep. Some of those attitudes that have held us back, we're going to repent of that. And then God's going to lead us through a roundabout and out again. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you repenting of all that isn't you. Thanking you for the opportunity to go through the roundabout of life with you. That we might exit walking in agreement with you. We bring before you everything that came out of our mouths that had no business coming out. Things that we thought we had already conquered came flying out this week. Things that we hadn't heard ourselves say for a while. Attitude, 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 that just were not you. We thought that was over. We thought that thing was dead. Not to mention the thoughts, Lord. The thoughts that we know are not the word of God. And the resulting behavior. So, Father, we come to you thanking you for every opportunity to repent, thanking you for your mercy, for your forgiveness, for your grace, and for the joy that enters our heart when we come back to you. We thank you that we get this opportunity. We thank you that Jesus Christ actually died for us to have it. We thank you that you were gracious enough to share it with us and to invite us before your throne that we might find mercy and grace to help in time of need. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you that if in the next five minutes you came and got us all, we would not go to hell. Thank you. It's the blood that gives us strength from day to day. It's the blood that washes our sins away. We want to thank you for your abounding grace. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for your victory in spiritual warfare. We want to thank you for the power of the resurrection. Thank you, Lord. Now you speak to the Lord what's in your heart.
For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show and proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. 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 We're drinking the blood of Jesus, and it's filling us up. It's filling us up. It's filling us up. It's filling us up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, thinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me, now safe and Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. 
I hope you remember that that's how you got saved. I hope that you remember that that's how you became born again. It was not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. Father, the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Heavenly Father, thank you for all your promises. Your word assures me that you are not willing for anyone to perish because you want everyone to come to repentance. We claim this promise now in behalf of our loved ones. Thank you, Lord. On behalf of our loved ones. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for all your promises. Your word assures us that you really don't want anyone to perish. So, Lord, draw them to yourself through the power of your Holy Spirit. Give them humility that they may come to appreciate your offer of salvation. Help them to see and to feel their need for repentance by you bringing them to the acknowledgement of truth. You are near, Lord, to those who are broken from their own iniquity and sin. Release to them the needed brokenness and relinquishing of their sin. Open their eyes to see and their ears to hear. Hallelujah. Open their eyes to see and their ears to hear you. Cause them to hate the rebellion and pride. Father, we ask you to draw them to your son, Jesus Christ, so that they will want to call upon your name so that they may call upon your name and be saved. Father, we request that they begin to perceive the plan and strategy of the enemy, which is working against their salvation. Father, use every plan of the powers of darkness to work toward their submission and surrender to you. Send forth your soul winners and witnesses who will proclaim your word to them in the power of your Holy Spirit at strategic times for maximum benefit. Allow the eyes of their hearts to be opened so that they will turn from darkness to light, 
thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for seeing to it that they finally get your point. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, saints, somebody had to pray for us. Somebody had to stand in the gap. Somebody had to call on the name of Jesus. And now it's our turn. So don't be reluctant. Don't be reluctant. Somebody had to believe God and keep reaching out to us in prayer and intercession. I remember when my grandmother used to have watch night meetings at the church. And they would be up all night long praying and singing and giving testimony because she was believing for all of her wayward family members to come into the kingdom. She never gave up. She never gave up. Don't you give up either. Don't you give up either. Jesus has a way of reaching hard-headed people, rebellious people, stubborn people, know-it-all people. Jesus can reach the know-it-alls, you know, because they know it all. You were grown before they ever got in the womb, but they know it all. He knows. He knows. Trust me. He knows when it's time to turn up the fire. But now you be faithful to the Lord. When he turns up the fire, don't pray for him to take it away. You see, you spend all this time fasting, all this time praying, all this time crying out to God, save him, save him, save him. And he comes to do just that. And just as he gets started good, oh, Lord, don't let that happen to him. Excuse me? (laughs) You can't be double-minded or else you get nothing from God. This is the outworking of your prayer request. You want them to get saved. You want them to be whole. You want them to be sanctified. You want them to live right, walk right, talk right, think right, and glorify God. Well, when he turns the heat up, it's time for you to say thank you, Jesus. Not, oh, Lord, don't let nothing happen to us. Well, if nothing happens to them, they won't change. Amen? If nothing ever happens, they won't change. Amen? You know, when I was a little girl, they had these Ajax commercials that came on TV. And this person in this armor suit with a lancel, would come, well, he was riding this big white horse, come to think of it, down the street. And these children were playing in the mud, having a great time. They thought this was the thing to do. They had on white T-shirts that weren't white anymore. And he take the lancet and point it at them, and whoosh, they'd be clean again. Well, let me explain something to you. When Jesus comes up, to point to yours, 
That is not the time to say, oh, Lord, the light's too bright. Turn it down. Amen. Amen. Enough said? Praise the Lord. All right, now. Amen. Because you know the harder their heads are, the softer their behinds have to become. You know that's how it works. That's how it works with you. Amen. So, Jesus is the friend that not only sticks closer than a brother, but will help you see the light even if he has to drag you to it. Amen. You know where he found you. Mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> I know. So, we're going to have a little fireside chat. Here comes your friend. You know, we talked about your friend last week. Amen. Recently, we discussed your new friend and your perpetual avoidances of that one. I pray that you have chosen to come to terms with your escape tactics. You know what they are. Your friend reminds you that you need help. You need to repent. It's not a suggestion. It's the truth. Our own thoughts have brought us into the darkness, but not into light. In the Gospel of John, John chapter 3, John, yeah. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. John chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. John chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light lest his deed should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought in God. The just one says that the light from heaven came into the world but they loved and preferred the darkness more than the light because their, and many times ours, deeds were evil. The heavenly light is hated and shunned because many want to sin in the darkness. They distance themselves from the light of truth for fear that their sin would be exposed and punishment will result. Instead, they should be joyful to come before the light of truth so that all will see that what they are doing is what God wants them to do. Hopefully, you will call on your friends sooner rather than 
when you are facing a crisis that cannot be overruled. For it is rendered to every man according to his work. So you know if you sow it, you're going to reap it. There are still those who delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. There are those situations that man gets himself into that cannot be resolved so easily as a simple confession or even a public repentance. If you think that your friend is too tough on you, if you think that you ought to feel sorry for yourself, even though your friend is seeking to persuade you to turn once again to your Lord, wait, wait, wait until you are caught in a trap that requires your friend to come rushing to your aid in a desperate attempt to soothe your anger, tears, and remorse that your own poor choices bring down upon you and those close to you. This is a pain that will not be forgotten. This is lingering pain. In Psalm 69, verse 3, Psalm 69, verse 3, Psalm 69, verse 3, he says, I am weary of my cry. My throat is dry. Mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. Isn't that how it is when we get ourselves into a fix? God's been reminding us for some time that we need to deal with a certain issue. But, of course, you know we procrastinate when we get ready. We just don't want to deal with it. That's the human method. Oh, God, thou knowest my foolishness and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel, because for thy sake I have borne reproach. Shame hath covered my face. You know, there are things that put us in a spot where we go by ourselves and cry to God. Most often, it's the result of our choices and the input of others, but we had our part in it. Amen? Far better choice to avoid that pain altogether, but sometimes it's unavoidable. In spite of what you fear may happen, you must allow your friend close to you. You must allow 
your friend to come close to you. Relinquish your fear, saints. Your friend has not come to bring death, but rather to bring preservation, preservation of your life and the destiny that God has prepared for you. God's going to kill me for this. Well, he might. But I don't think that's the first thing on his mind. Do you? Amen. He could, but he has other pride. You know what I mean? Amen. Murmuring says, it feels like it's under death. And your friend cautiously replies, one day you'll regret those words. You'll plead with me to pull your foot out of your mouth. Have you ever said anything rashly and wanted to pull your whole leg out of your throat because it's lodged in your esophagus? That didn't feel too good, did it? Stubbornness retorts, don't count on it. You know how you can get an attitude. So when the heads of Leviathan are broken in pieces, don't you realize that you're going to experience and feel it? The king of pride doesn't easily give up a crown. Well, tell the truth. Most of your life you've been crowning a demon of pride. Repeatedly. And finally, you realize that that's not the thing to do. And so you're going to tell pride, I'm taking all those crowns I gave you back. And you just think it's going to be a a cakewalk. Not a day. Okay. (sighs) No. Yes, your lack of brokenness and hard-heartedness is going to be open and reviled by others. You can't have that forever. I know you've been trying very hard, too. You've been putting on your very best Christian faith. But there's a breaking point for everything, you know? Your friend has been working to pry your fingers off of your own way. But you just refuse to let go. So when you hear your friend say in grace, all right now, this is going to hurt a bit, but don't. Just know that this is not your golden opportunity 
to defame the work of God in your life. You ask God to clean you. You want your sin to be made whiter than snow. Well, hon, this is not scrubbing bubbles that he's going to use. You remember when your potty mouth had earned you soap down your throat. That was not a very pleasant experience. You heard somebody say words that you didn't have any business listening to, and then you were so grown you were going to repeat them. Well, guess what? There are other things that you have said that are worse than that, and they've got to get out of you. You know what I mean. Yes, you do. Let me remind you again. When your friend says, okay, this is going to hurt. You asked me to clean you. You asked me to make you whole. Well, this is going to hurt a bit. This is not your golden opportunity to spout off the mouth to the heavenly host. You know how your mouth gets active at just the wrong moment. Don't jerk away as you have done before, or else your friend will need to retreat for a moment. Saints, try not to grieve your friend. That is sin. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. Ephesians. Chapter 4, verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Amen? You know, little boys didn't used to like getting banned. They used to do anything under the sun to get out of it. Lie, run away, hide, whatever they could do. Well, people have become far more sophisticated, and they come up with other methods now. Mm-hmm. Yes, your resistance is sin. Just admit it. That phrase, you resort to is sin as well. You know, you don't like it when God has told you to quit and you won't quit. And you perceive your way, that you're on the way to getting into serious trouble with God. And you know there's something coming. You know you're going to get it, but you just pretend you don't know it. Okay, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. The Bible says that every son he receives, he chastens it. God gives spankings. Why? Because he has wayward children. You know, he gives you the word. He gives you the word. He gives you the word. You do it again. There comes a point where there's a chastening. 
He says, if he doesn't do it, you're a bastard and not a son. So, if you want all the blessings of sonship, you have to be prepared for the chastening as well. It all comes together. Amen? Amen. So, you can't give the Lord that phrase that you like to use that says, well, all I know is, well, then perhaps you don't know enough yet. A closed mind receives no enlightenment. You have a gentle friend, but you must allow the process of change. That means you can't fight God's change in you. You can't cross your arms, get stubborn in your own way, and say, I don't want to. God rewards tantrums. But I don't think that's the reward you were looking for. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Yes, it is possible for you to be wrong. But I know 10 scriptures, yes, and it's still possible for you to be wrong. Your friend is watching you and keeping track of your attitude. In desperation, you try to go about your business, yet you are very aware that your friend is analyzing all your decisions and all your temptations. Why are you being analyzed in such a way you want to know? You say, I'm a good person. I'm a strong believer. I love God. I hate to tell you this, but Judas said the same thing. What is there to find in me? Your friend replies, do you want a list? Startled, you realize that your friend is staring directly into your heart. Your friend repeats, do you want a list? Your not-so-smart mouth says, was I talking to you? Your friend says softly, there's no one else around. Who were you talking to? So the I was talking to myself response, is not the whole truth, now is it? Your friend says, you wouldn't dare try to justify the things you do in secret around people. No one would believe the lies you're trying to tell yourself. Yet we all have thought, the Lord shall not see. Neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Oh, God, God's just going to forgive me. I mean, Pastor, what about the blood and all that? 
you know? Isn't God just going to forgive that and wash it away in the blood? And that's just the end of that. Seriously? But God says, understand ye brutish among the saints, and ye fools. When will you be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chasteneth the heathen, shall not he correct? He that teaches man knowledge, shall not he know? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law. All right, church. Repeat after your pastor. Thank you, Lord, for all your correction and your chastisements, too. Very good. You did very good today. Amen. See, Lord, they're they're doing better today. So, your friend does not give up easily, nor quit. Hmm. The pursuit continues. You decide to hold tighter to fear. Because you aren't ready for this. You're not ready for this. You're not ready. No, Lord, remember I told you about the little girl when asked if she'd been good all year? She said, we can't talk about this. Well, guess what? (laughs) It's now. (laughs) Okay. You've been warned. You've been warned. (sighs) So you're going to hold on to fear anyway, because you're not ready for this. You don't want to face yourself or your sin. That can't be a sin, because, because I know this other lady that goes to this other church, and she does this and this and this, so that can't be a sin, Jesus. That won't work. You don't go to that church. You're here. You have been hiding for most of your life. Really? Mm-hmm. No one even sees you yet, but your sin has bound you and it still binds you. But I bound the devil. But I bound the devil. But I bound the devil. Yes, you did. Now, what are you going to do about your flesh? Because your flesh is what gives the devil a platform. Okay. Now what? I bound the devil. Yes, you did. But what are you going to do about you? Hmm. Good question. You think, perhaps I can still find the strength to run away. You dream of ridding yourself of the demands of your friends. You shun the requirement. But inside, you know that you cannot. Oh, Lord, 
you said, I recognize and submit to your authority, order, and will in my life. I ask forgiveness for my rebellion and pride. Lord, continue to correct my life, correct me. Lord Jesus, deliver me from my fears and unbelief. Lord, increase my faith in you. Help me to unlearn the wrong and to learn your way. I humble myself before you. Were they merely empty phrases? Will you make these words your own, coming forth from your own heart? Be real, saints. You know that you ought not to run from nor avoid your friend. You do not want your friend to give up on you. Now, do you? In spite of the outward struggle, in spite of the drive toward self-rule, you really do want Jesus to be Lord in you. Yes, deep in your heart, you want your friend to win and to win completely. Amen? I'm proud. Amen. I'm proud of you. Because I tell you, saints, the Lord has been watching you avoid certain things. Why? Because they make you feel uncomfortable. And you don't like it. And you squirm and you squirm and you squirm. But God is serious about this. He means without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Well, you know how they get wrinkles out? They put this hot, searing iron to it with just enough steam. Do you really think those garments are singing in joy? Well, we've got wrinkles. I know you want to go buy a cream to rub off. Uh, but um, <clears throat> that's not the way this is going to work. Amen? Oh, I've got a wrinkle. Let me buy some more of this cream. I see. I can see it on TV, the lady's face, in 10 days from this to this. It's perfect now. Saints, that's merchandising. That's not, Remember those old-fashioned smoothing irons? You know the kind you actually can use as a doorstop, and if you pick it up, you might hurt somebody? Okay. Well, they put them in cold to get them hot. They got them good and hot. When I saw that thing, I knew it was time to go outside and play. But you see, you can't run when it's God doing the ironing. It's just not going to work. 
there comes a time and a place when you must submit to what's going to happen. It's like when they came out with them curling irons because it was Christmas and you had to stand in front of the church and sing a song with some of your classmates. You were going to have them curls in your head no matter how long you hollered, screamed, and cried or whatever it took. It's just that way. And you were going to sit still because that thing was hot. Well, we're going to learn to sit still when God comes to deal with us. We're not going to squirm. We're not going to throw a tantrum. We're not going to whine. Now, are we? We're going to yield, aren't we, church? Mm-hmm. Because that iron is hot. Some of us still have marks left over. We know exactly what not to do. So we're not going to squirm. We're not going to run. We're not going to spout off at the mouth. We've already had that soap in our mouths, and it was nasty. Plus, if you got a lot of it, you ended up with diarrhea. So, with those memories fresh in our minds, we're not going to treat God that way, are we? And we've been put on restriction before because we weren't behaving properly. And we remember restriction lasts a long time. We're going to behave better, aren't we, saints? We're not going to murmur. We're not going to complain. We're not going to fuss. We're not going to grumble. We're just going to yield to the Lord. Right? Yeah, I know you sit in there, but as soon as he starts... (sighs) Lord, it's just one of those things, you know. (laughs) It's just one of those things. Amen. So now make up your mind to have a good attitude. I know some of us learned how to pout and how to sew, and we have a Ph.D. in both of them. But we're not going to depend on that, are we? We're going to have a better attitude toward God. We're going to let him break us where we need to be broken. Amen. Mm -hmm. We're going to allow God, when he says, this is going to hurt a little bit, we're going to let him, aren't we? I remember when I was staying in the hospital with Pastor Pat after she had a fall. And the night before they were going to do the surgery, the Lord adjusted the bones in her body. Now, how do you think that felt? For God to be moving around the bones in your body that are broken and fractured. 
so they could fit a steel piece of metal right straight down through them so she'd be able to walk again. I can't explain that experience to you. It's like no other experience I'd ever had. But I can tell you this. By the time they came to roll her away into surgery, God had done the job. Her bones were not this one here and part of this one there and the way it was on the x-ray. They were all lined up. In fact, a miracle happened because the surgeon that did that kind of surgery usually wasn't there that weekend, but he was that time. And he told her later, your procedure went a lot faster than the others because your bones were already all lined up. So now, saints, we're going to let God break what needs to be broken and let him line us back up so that he can put us back together again, aren't we? Because remember the, the story about the clay and the potter. The clay was marred in the potter's hand. It didn't come out right the first time. So he had to smush it and slap it on the counter and stretch it back out and do it again and do it again and do it again before he could go back to remolding to be that thing that he desired. And saints, God has to do that with us too. It is not necessarily the most pleasant experience you have ever had, but it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness in those that are exercised by it. I want you to, to encourage you to allow your Savior to do it his way. You know we used to sing this song. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will while I am waiting, yielded and still. I think you got it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. 
we come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their evil powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, post microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons, binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult, binding Leviathan spirits in their attacks brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks, all water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, all passive devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, and drone and whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. Binding the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic audio weapons, and everything else the devil has come up with. All targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks. Thank you, Lord. All hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We're binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5D and components, all Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Indian, African, Hindu, woo, North American, South American, Caribbean, Jamaican, Haitian, Latin American, Islander, every global cabal, every coven of witches, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, even covens on our job. We break their grip and hold in the name of Jesus Christ. We break their agreements and their powers in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. We bind their demons. We bind their demons. We bind their demons and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. Hallelujah. Thank you to the Lamb of God. We bind global cabals worldwide. We bind every group of the Illuminati, their purposes, their plans, their methods, and the outworking of vain deceit. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind on Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture, in every culture, in all the cultures, in the cancel culture, in the woke culture, in the communist culture. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for Psalm 91, covering our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his power to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. We bind every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind the formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Could you all participate, please? Thank you. We bind Mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, divide, confound, Reproach and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind defilement, corruption, undermining, and despising. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and lose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender. According to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, 
and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. And all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the websites and against the apps, returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such, all Nigerian witchcraft, all tribal witchcraft, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demon of energy, Boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even numbering, binding synchronicity. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasies, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes the spirits and works of the oppressor and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding nature, worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. Thank you, Lord. Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, and all false deities, Baphomet and his 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots. We return the afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, and vow. We bind the brotherhood, the rituals, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry. We bind the rituals of every secret society. 
We take a power and authority over all Masonic curses coming down the family lines in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We return the psychic weapons, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs upon the head of the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We, Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. All right. We bind every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, and we command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that came through our electronic devices, we bind in the name of Jesus. Paper towels that way. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We lift before you, Father, all those saints, all those persecuted saints, Father, that were left behind in Afghanistan or anywhere else, Father. We give you the praise. We cover ourselves and our transportation, our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over any unruly, unlawful situation in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you for the wall of protection that you placed around us. We pull out all fiery darts 
pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and return it to sender in Jesus' name. And return it to sender in Jesus' name. We cut and destroy and set ablaze all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, destroy, blow up walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, globalists, shamans, nanobots, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We cut with the sword of the spirit every connection that we have to the demonic realm. Hey! Every connection, every connection, every connection, we set it ablaze with the fire of God. Every connection, we set it ablaze with the fire of God. Every connection, we set it ablaze with the fire of God. Every single connection, we set it ablaze with the fire of God, never to be reconnected again in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We pull down walls of protection and shields around every witch, warlock, wizard, Satanist, nanotechnology, globalist, shaman, sorceress, and we break the power of all charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, sorcery, magic, voodoo, potions, jinxes, mind control, brain frequency, meditation, death, bewitchment, psychic warfare, psychic power, torment, sickness, and pain, ungodly prayer chains, incense and candle burning, root work, crystals, hoodoo, incantation. Tribal rituals and sin and everything being sent our way from the demonic realm and from manipulating well-wishers. Father, in the name of Jesus, there have been those who thought they were doing the right thing that have used even their prayer life to attempt to manipulate us when you were leading us in a different direction. We forgive them, Lord. But, Father, we ask for your adjudication, and we ask for your correction in Jesus' name. We appeal to the righteous judge. We bind all spirit, God. We paralyze you. We take your influence from you. We forbid any demonic entity to strengthen you in Jesus' name. We return to Satan all of his hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and all. We return to him spirits of blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes. We thank you, Lord, for dealing with us. We thank you, Lord, for changing us. We thank you for uprooting out of us the sins that we have held on to for such a long time. We grew up with them, many of them. But that's not you. 
The word says it's not you. So we thank you for the change. We praise you for the change. We give you glory and honor because you have come to change your people into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, that you will not leave us alone. You will not forsake us. You will not treat us as orphans because you have adopted us. We are yours, and it is your desire for your children to look like you. Amen? Amen. To look like you at all times. We will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in our mouth. Amen? Amen? Rise for the benediction. Hallelujah. Well, saints, let's look forward to this, okay? Regardless of how it's going to feel, let's look forward to this. Because when he's through with us, we shall come forth as pure gold. Gold goes into some hot fire, some very hot. But we shall come forth as pure gold. Amen. 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 Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. And everyone said, Amen. Well, church, pastor loves you. Read your scriptures. Do what you know you're supposed to do. Because God is at work in each one of us. Amen. God is at work in each one of us. Amen. Pastor loves you. Keep doing what's right.